0: Hi, and welcome to The Weekly Lisa. Of course, I'm Lisa. Now, I've been podcasting for a while now, and my most listened to podcasts are actually conspiracy theories. I didn't realise that so many people were so intrigued on conspiracy theories. So, I'm going to try and put as many of them together as I possibly can, and start firing them out, as well as other podcasts. But, this one is all about aliens, or at least that's my plan. So, stay tuned, keep listening, and we'll see where we go with this. So, of course, we're talking about aliens. We've got to talk about Area 51. Now, Area 51 employees actually fly in and out of a restricted terminal at the Macron International Airport on one of several unmarked planes permitted to fly through the airspace above. Now, obviously, I've seen this before. I've also heard that there's a coach... And if you are on that road, coming away from Area 51, and you get in the way of that coach, it is going to force its way past you. I've seen that on somebody's video many, many moons ago. So, of course, there's a lot of controversy around Area 51. In 1955, the area was selected by the CIA as a testing site for the Lockheed U-2, a high-altitude reconnaissance aircraft. President D. Dwight D. Eisenhower authorized the testing. Okay, The lot of conspiracy theories around this place are obviously it's aliens. What the government is saying it's actually um, a place for the armed forces, where the U.S. Army Air Corps use the the, the site as aerial gunning ranges. Um, it was used as um, flight testing places during the World, the Second World War. Nobody actually really knows what's inside of Area 51. Now, I watched a documentary, um, I think it was called Fact or Fake, where they actually hiked up around the edge of Area 51 to try and get some decent camera footage, I guess, and it was starting to go dark, and it was all lit up. You could see everything lit up. Then all of a sudden, the lights dropped. Five minutes later, the lights came back on again. For me, that was very strange. Why would you drop all the lights? As if something... I guess something could see in the dark and it was landing. You'd expect the lights to come on. But this they were off for for like five minutes and then came back on. And even the presenter of Factor Fake, who... I think it was called ben hansen he's actually an ex-fbi agent even he said hmm, that was a bit strange you know now the one thing that is renowned around the area around area 51 is the security you are constantly watched you can only get so close before you are removed from sight now there is um signs up around the area saying please do not cross you will be prosecute, prosecuted." prosecuted yadda yada yada what concerns me is Uh, what, What makes me think that there's more to Area 51 than we actually know is the amount of security and how fast they work. How fast they are on top of you, they're constantly watching you at all times. If you're not being watched by a person, you're being watched by a camera. But why? Most military bases, including in the UK, have a soldier stationed at the gate. You can't get through that gate unless you've got ID or a reason to be on there. So explain to me why Area 51 has their own private military, why? Is that to keep the the spirit alive if that's where aliens were or is there really aliens at Area 51? It's a really common thought that and I know a lot of people do think like that, including myself. So we're going to move slightly away from um, Area 51 now. Um, In December 1949, True Magazine published an article by Donald Keyhoe titled The Flying Saucers Are Real. Keyhoe, a former major in the US Marines, claimed that elements within the Air Force knew that saucers, saucers existed and had concluded they are likely interplanetary. A lot of things seemed to happen in 1949, there's another one for you. In October and November 1949, Journalist Frank Scully published two columns in Variety claiming that dead extra 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 good god extraterrestrial beings were being recovered from flying saucer crash based on what he said was reported to him by scientists involved. His 1950 book, Behind the Flying Saucers, explained the theme. Added that there were two such incidents in Arizona and one in New Mexico. Well, we all know what the New Mexico wants. That was Roswell, obviously. Um, So there was one in Arizona and one in New Mexico in 1948. That involved a saucer that was nearly 100 feet in diameter. In January 1950, the Time magazine sceptically repeated stories of crash saucers with humanoid occupants. It was later revealed that Scully had been the victim of two... Veteran, veteran, confident artists, what, confident artists, in 1952 and 1956, True Magazine published articles by San Francisco Chronicle reporter John Philip Cohan that proposed to expose Newton and Dr. Gee as an oil con artist who had hoaxed Scully, okay then, the problem we've got around aliens, Area 51, Roswell, etc, etc, it's a constant cover-up. What happened there, unless you were there in that moment, nobody knows. And I'm pretty sure that most of that, those that were there were silenced for a reason. Now, could we realistically have aliens on this planet and live... Feeling safe. Or would this would if the government came out and confirmed aliens, would it be another war of the world's disaster? Where the world goes mad? Now I know there are some UFO fanatics out there that absolutely live, dream and die on you know, aliens. Do I believe that aliens are out there? I believe personally I believe that the solar system. The world space is far too big for us not to have some form of being, whether it would be an intelligent being like we are or a bacterial being of some sort of, some form of life form. I don't really believe in little green men. As such, I believe that there is probably more to space than we will ever know in our lifetime. But I also think that there has to be life out there somewhere. I, I guess it's not... Is it a belief? Is it is it a hope? Is it hope, I guess? The world's... The, the universe is a big thing. A massive, massive space. So if we're the only humans, we're the only intelligent life form here, then we were extraordinarily lucky, weren't we? I think there is more to space than we really do know. Now, another US or UFO theory is um under the ocean ufos um where they seem to splash down in the ocean we don't know what happens people seem to see them when they're out fishing around the bermuda triangle and um, in the atlantic i think one's been seen apparently and um, they come in quite steep quite fast they're in the they're straight into the ocean they very barely make a splash now there is um a documentary called The Curse of the Bermuda Triangle I think it is and it's scientists that actually go to certain areas of the Bermuda Triangle to try and find out whether it's aliens or whether it's methane gas pockets um, and they came across a structure that wasn't man-made and it was basically a circle in the bedrock pretty much uh, 30 feet by 30 feet you know in diameter And they took it to a geologist and even she was quite surprised but then they went to another area within the bermuda triangle and found an exact same one 30 feet by 30 feet again Uh, exactly the same size the same shape but it didn't look natural it wasn't a natural formation because of the way that it, it they just swore black and blue that this wasn't a natural formation and even the geologist said she'd never seen anything like it So, we've got underwater aliens, we've got space aliens, we've got Area 51, we've got Roswell. What next? Are we going to find bacteria on the moons of Jupiter? Because, do you know what? If we did find bacteria, that's a life form of some sort. It's an alien life form, isn't it? I know Josh Gates did a... um, an experiment on—he did a documentary, he did three-part series, I think it was, on um, expeditional non-UFOs. And the last episode, they actually sent a, a balloon up into space. It got to the out of the edge of the edge of the atmosphere, and then obviously the the balloon burst and it came back to earth. Inside that, they found a space creature, and and I say space creature it was a tiny, tiny little bug, which they're still working on to this day. But does that say that there is aliens? To me, yes. There is a life form in space. Whether it's, it's, it, whether it's a humanoid life form or whether it's a life form that we know and understand, is a different story. I know that there are many, many conspiracy theory podcasts out there. And I do listen to some of them myself, and they do intrigue me. Um, UFOs are something I don't understand. I can't explain them, so do I believe in them? Mm, Sort of. But I also think there's more to this universe than meets the eye. I'm going to leave it there. It's quite a short podcast in the sense of me chatting bubbles as usual. I'm going to make a list of conspiracy theories and I'll potentially post another one in the next few weeks. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you again very soon. Bye for now.